Hey guys, so this is Maddie after all of the editing has been done. Shout out Maddie Rucker, thanks for editing this episode. Um, But I realized that there was a little bit of a technical difficulty within the mic, so I just want to go ahead and apologize for the sound quality on this episode. Um, I plan to buy a new microphone before the next one, so sorry about that. Welcome back to the Fearless Faith Podcast, part of the First Century Network of Entertainment. It's Maddie Waller again. Um, I'm here with Maddie Rucker. Hello. And she is still helping me out. She's going to do the part two to the episode that was done last time. Um, And we're just going to hang out, but I'm going to be on this one with her. Um, Also, other big news, the Fearless Faith podcast is now also going to be streamed on Fountain. And if you don't know what Fountain is, it's an apostolic platform, and it's just super cool, and you should definitely check it out. They have Instagram and Facebook, but it's just a really good platform, and I'm super excited to announce that I'm now a content creator on there. So, um, yeah, we're just going to more about that, Madison. What do they have on Fountain? They have everything on Fountain. It's basically like Pentecostal YouTube. Wow. It's super cool. You can get like the app and you can pay for a subscription and um, really the subscription's not super expensive either. It's like $8.99 I think. You can get on there and you can watch like people vlog or there's people talking or other podcasts other podcasts and you know who else is on there the other members of the um first century network of entertainment the church buds podcast is on there as well congratulations church buds i'm excited that we both could do this because they helped me figure out a lot of stuff so they're probably gonna be a big help in figuring out everything with um fountain so um without further ado Maddie, what are we talking about today? Hello, it's Maddie Rucker. Sorry I disappeared last week. Um, (laughs) I came on to this pod and was doing my three-part series to help Maddie Waller out because her life was falling apart. And then when it came time to record last time's episode, she was fine but didn't have nothing prepared because I was supposed to do it. And then my life started to fall apart. (laughs) Things are better, so we're here. And things have also been super busy. Like, any chance that you've had to come record, I haven't been available. And then any time that I've been available, you haven't. So it's just been, like, chaos. Yeah. But anyway, it's happening. Everybody needs a break sometimes, even though I don't do this (laughs) all the time. (laughs) But I needed a break, guys. Okay. After your one whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway... So, last week we talked about love in general. Maddie, it's been like three or four weeks. Okay, last time. <laughs> last time we talked about love in general, and today we're going to talk about God's love. Last time we talked about the different types of love. Agape, which was unconditional love. Philia love, which is brotherly love. And then Eros love, which is romantic love. So, today we're going to talk about God's love, which is agape, which is unconditional So, first scripture is 1 John 4 and 8. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. So God isn't just a loving God, 
but he's the definition of love. He loves us because he created us. And because he created us, he loves us. Kind of like parents love their kids. There's just that immediate connection because they made that kid. Wasn't Brother Hawkinsmith just talking about that on Wednesday? Like, how... Was it him that I heard talking about I wasn't about there Wednesday. Oh, yeah. But probably. Well, I heard somebody talking about it at some point. I'm sorry. I cannot remember who it was or when it was. But I think it was Brother Hawkinsmith. Because Wednesday he taught on, like, parenting and stuff. And he was talking about how, like, this person that you've literally never known, like, as soon as you have a kid, it's just, like, instantaneous, like, you love this person. I think that was him. If so, shout out Brother Hawkinsmith. If not, I'm sorry. I probably should have listened better. But, <laughs> but yeah. So, because of God's agape love, he died for us. And that was a an act of agape love. So, John 15, 13. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. So, like I said last time, sacrificing your life for someone is, like, the biggest act of love that there is. I would lay down my life for you. We besties. You, I would take a Nerf bullet for you, Maddie. <laughs> Not a real bullet, <laughs> but a Nerf bullet. If somebody was shooting a Nerf gun or something, I'd run in front of it for you. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm talking about God right now, but thank you. Sorry, Jesus. So, Jesus dying on the cross was the biggest example of true love, agape love. In that moment, remember how I said earlier, he's the very definition of love. This was him showing the true definition of it. Because love puts others before oneself. Love gives everything it has. And love sacrifices. And that's exactly what Jesus did on the cross. His death was the ultimate act of love. Well, no, like, have you ever just sat and thought about it? Like, that's insane to me. I'm about to talk about it. Are you? Romans 5, 8. But oh. God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. I was a sinner for a very long time. And Jesus, he kept me. At least we're all sinners still. We're all still sinners, Just yes. sinners saved by grace. We are. Like, you know, I still have to ask Jesus to forgive me, David. Yeah. But there, there was a very long time where I didn't love him, but I know he still loved me. Exactly. And sometimes it breaks my heart to think about that. Like, mm. that's insane to me. Yeah. I'm about to cry right now just sitting here thinking about it. Okay, continue, Madison. Let's go. <laughs> so, like I said earlier, he loves us because he created us. So, let's let's look into that a little bit more. So, let's go to Genesis 2 and 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living, a living soul. So, let's drop down to verse 18. And you the, have it say amen. You know when preachers do that? I do. I just... Anyway, (laughs) verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. So God desired connection with us. So he created humans to have that relationship. And this passage shows that Adam's relationship with God was made before Adam's relationship with Eve. This order of creation of God making his relationship with Adam first before his Adam's relationship with Eve shows us that our relationship with God should be our first priority. And then after we get a strong 
relationship with him, all of our other relationships will be created and they will be in a nice healthy. Yeah. We are in this thing called life because God desires a relationship with us. He didn't need us when he was making the sky, when he was making the solar system, when he was making the ocean, when he's making the animals. He didn't have to create us, but he wanted to because he wanted a relationship with something. So out of anything he could have made, he made humankind. He made me. He made Maddie Waller. He made our ancestors. Because if it wasn't for my great, 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 great grandma, I wouldn't be here today. And God knew that. If it wasn't for Noah building the ark, then we wouldn't be here at all. Exactly. Like, see, that just shows when you listen to Jesus, what can happen. Exactly. We went to Noah's Ark yesterday, so all that's still in my brain right now. It was really cool, though. I had always wanted to go, and it was just, like, really nice to finally get to go. It was a lot of walking, but it was really cool. I would definitely go again. Shout out. The Ark Encounter. Shout out Ark Encounter. <laughs> Maddie Waller. Oh my gosh. Just that right. Okay. I'm done. Editing Maddie Rucker here. Just wanted to give y'all some context. In this moment, when you hear us squealing, Maddie Waller almost fell off of her chair. So that's what all that was about. Back to the podcast. Anyway, not only did he make us, but he created a planet that was perfect enough to sustain human life. There's the perfect amount of oxygen in the atmosphere. There's the perfect amount of water on land and for us to drink because he knew we can't drink salt water. There's the perfect amount of distance between the sun that we don't burn alive. There's the perfect amount of distance between us and the moon because the moon is what we helps us see at night. There's the perfect amount of gravity so that we don't get crushed every time we try to walk. You know, actually, I think it would be really cool if um, we could just fly everywhere. Like, if we didn't have gravity and we could just go whoop to get places. (laughs) (laughs) You know when you get behind those people that walk super duper slow and then you're just like, okay. okay." You could just jump up and fly all the way. You could. You could be like, whoop. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. So, God created this perfect planet to sustain our human life because he wanted us to have a place to thrive and to have a relationship with him. So like I said earlier, God is our father. Not only did he sacrifice his physical life for us as a father would do for their child, but he loves us unconditionally as a father would. So Matthew 7 and 11 If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to him that ask? So, Brother H uses this example. You can talk. Drew, do you want to come say hello? Howdy. I don't have a voice for podcasts. Well, everybody, meet Drew Porter. This is Maddie Rutgers' fiance. fiance. Hi. I'm about to shout him out here a second. Oh. Anyway, Brother H has a five-year-old named Koi, and he uses this example when talking about God being a father. He wouldn't leave Koi in their house completely alone for a week while him and Sister H and the girls went on a trip. While Koi probably could keep himself occupied for a little bit. Do you imagine coming home and, like, after leaving Koi there? (laughs) He could probably keep himself occupied for a little bit, but once he got hungry, he couldn't work a stove. He can't even reach the microwave. He did. He couldn't do that. He 
couldn't shower himself. He could probably do the bare minimum. He's five, but he can't take care of himself. He, he doesn't know when bedtime is off the top of his head. He'd probably starve to death, poor little guy. But because Brother H and Sister H are good parents... That don't leave their children home for a week while they go on trips. Yeah. They take care of... Just like this Bible verse said. If earthly parents take care of their kids and give gifts to their kids if they, you know, want them and aren't sweet to their kids, spend time with the kids, how much more would God, because he's the good father? You know, actually, up until like a year and a half ago, I didn't understand what that verse meant. Like... I would read it and be like, what does this mean? And then somebody explained it to me, and I was like, oh, okay. God is our Father, and He takes care of us. He takes so, not only does He us. provide for us, and provides for us. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. Not only does He take care of us, but He provides for us. He gives us the things we need, even sometimes the things we want. But he will also correct us when we need it, like a, like a dad does, like a mom it's does. It's almost like a gut punch sometimes. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he will also let us go through things to let us learn. So I used to work at a daycare a few <laughs> summers ago. Worst job ever. Do not work at a daycare. Oh, the daycare was free. I hated it. I hated it. I don't, I don't do children. In saying I don't do children, I also babysat this summer. You're not going to be allowed to babysit again after those parents hear this podcast episode. I don't think they listen to it, but... I love the kids. I'm just not good with children. I'm, no. not, a, I'm not a kid person. I, I didn't like abuse more nothing. Anyway. <laughs> well, that's good. I worked at a daycare, and then I babysat this summer. And there were some times that the kids did something that I knew, like, I have to let them do this or they're not going to learn. So, for example, the boys I watched this summer, they were brothers. They would argue as brothers do. And sometimes I would just let them work it out. I mean, if they were being mean to each other or fist fighting or something, I'd step in. But if it was just like, hey, that's my toy, I would let them work it out. Because if I had tried to mediate every single argument they ever had, they would grow up thinking that somebody had to be there to fight their battles for them. Or they wouldn't grow up to have effective communication skills with each other or with other people. That's just one example. I'm sure there's more simple examples. It doesn't even go along with what you're saying, but when you were talking about the daycare and kids, it's almost like the time that kid picked up a snake and I had to be like, buddy, put it down. And he told me no. And then I like was like, put it down. And then he threw it. And I was like, okay, guys, we're going inside. Anyway. <clears throat> All that to say, there's some things that parents have to let their kids go through because if not, they're not going to learn. And God is like that too. There's some things we got to go through and all he can do is be there to support us because we won't learn unless we go through it. Zechariah 1.14. So the angel commanded, com, oh, okay. Zechariah 1.14. <laughs> so the angel that communed with me said unto me, cry thou, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I am jealous for Jerusalem and for Zion with great jealousy. So when we think of Jesus, we wouldn't think to describe him as jealous because, you know, the Bible says it's not good to be jealous. But the Bible also describes God, and even Jesus himself described himself as being jealous. So this passage is in reference to when the children of Jerusalem um, forgot their covenant, which is a promise to God, 
of worshiping the one true living God, and they began to worship false idols. So he became jealous as they began to put things in between them and him. So we can apply that to us today. God is jealous of the things that take up our time, that make us distracted, that take the attention and love away from him. But he desires the relationship with us. So think about it this way. I am engaged to Drew. Say hi, Drew. Hello. So if Drew were to all of a sudden just like stop texting me, stop calling me, stop spending time with me, uh, it would definitely put a wedge in between our relationship. I would begin questioning, okay, does he actually love me? Does he actually want to marry me? Do I want to marry him if this is how our whole life's going to be? So it puts a wedge in between us and my feelings would get hurt. Fights would start you know, issues would would arise. So do you think God feels something similar with us when we don't pray, we don't seek him, and we don't talk to him besides twice a week, once on Sunday, once on Wednesday? Not trying to bring you all down, but just something to think about. Wow, Maddie. Just something to think about. So on a more wholesome note, <laughs> to not make you feel bad about yourselves. Which um, it happens. Right. It happens. We all got to work on it. It's something that we are living in the modern age of technology, so yeah. it's going to happen. Speaking of technology, your computer, My computer is seizing out right now. <laughs> I have a touch screen, and um, there's like a, I dropped it, and sometimes it'll just like act, it like looks like somebody's touching it, but nobody's touching it, and then it just goes crazy. That's weird. Um, anyway. So on a more wholesome note, remember that I said earlier that God created us because he desires the connection with us and a relationship with us. The God who created the universe and all the other universes desires a relationship with us. Romans 8, 38-39 says, For I am persuaded that neither life nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So like I mentioned last podcast, love is a choice, and God chooses to love us. He chooses to have that relationship with us. He loves us in spite of our issues, in spite of our problems, in spite of our mistakes, in spite of us only talking to Him twice a week. He loves us unconditionally. He loves us with that agape love. So no matter what we may do to him, nothing will separate us from his love. Even in those times, like Maddie said earlier, that we might not want the love, that we don't want to love him, he still loves us, and nothing will separate us from that. You know what? Thinking of everything you just said, you know what song that brings to mind? He is jealous for me. And oh! How yeah, he loves us. Mm-hmm. That's what the that song's based on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyway, my last little statement, and then we're done. Jesus knows you, and he loves you. He knows about what you did. He knows about your past. He knows about your sins. He knows what you've thought about somebody. He knows what you've said about somebody. But guess what? He doesn't care. He loves you for you. He wants that relationship with you. He wants you to go to heaven and be there with him forever. And he's always there when you need him. All you got to do is seek him. And talk to him. And talk to him. You can't just um, leave him 
out in the call. Like you said, like if you were just to not talk to Drew or whatever. Right. Or he wasn't. Whatever you said. But. Yeah. <laughs> so next week, we will be talking about self-love. So I hope y'all understood things. I felt like it was kind of all over the place. Sorry. Also, P7, don't sue me. Because some of the stuff, again. At least you're rewording it. Some of of it was straight copy-paste. I'm going to be completely honest. So don't sue me, P7. Love you, P7. That's plagiarism. I'm giving them credit, right? It's fine. Don't sue me. Hope y'all enjoyed it. I'm sorry if it was all over the place. Me and Maddie also haven't seen each other in like a week. So that's why the energy was high. And... We just ate, and now we're tired, and I feel like there's a some little slap, slap happiness happy. going yeah. on. But tune in to, in two weeks, to Fearless Faith Podcast for the last episode of the three-part series of Love with Maddie Rucker. I need to figure out how I can, like, add some, like, sound effects. Sound effects. Sound effects. Also... Yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. I just went to say something because. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. I will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Drew, say bye. Bye.